Well, you'll be seeing lots of nuns where you're going, pal. Hell! Because the penalty for strike three is death. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Spooky edition. Look out. Yeah, this skeletons. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> yes, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors, everybody. Your encyclopedic compendium of all things spooky, <laughs> seasons one through ten, or as my dad puts it, an acceptably enjoyable time. That's nice. Yeah, that's what I that's thought. A good so review. Too. Yeah, yeah. Better than your mom's review. No, he called me the uh, the other day and said I had a lot of fun. Oh, good. And it was uh, enjoyable. Two good things. Podcast enjoyed by all ah, speaks that for was itself. A review. <laughs> That's right. Uh, anyway, yeah, here we are. It's it's uh, Treehouse Nine. It's the scariest time of year, January. <laughs> it is the absolute. Yeah, I mean, it's cold. Mm-hmm. It's dark. And Shitty movies come out. They used to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they still do. Walks hey, Down just came out. Hey. Alan, do you yeah. remember that time when we recorded a, a podcast called The Top 5 January Releases? Yeah. And I completely doofed it? Yeah. I, sh- I sure do, Greg. Because I was taking it when movies went wide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, yeah Million Dollar Baby's a great January <laughs> release. <laughs> it's actually a very funny listen. Is that in our uh, Pals back I catalog think it on might Patreon? Be. It's really funny because we don't actually. Dis- well, because yeah, we, we don't, don't we, we don't like, know each other's lists going yeah. in. So I have my top five, and they're like I don't I can't even remember some of them, but they were you know shitty movies essentially. But yeah. I was like you know these are decent January releases. So I'm like uh, you know my number five is Kangaroo Jack or something, and then yeah. Greg's like and my number five is uh, Godfather Part Two. <laughs> and I'm like wait what's happening? <laughs> And it goes on like that until I realize, are you looking at the right movies? I don't think those movies came out in January. And yeah, like, sure enough. Yeah, they, um, <laughs> as many December releases do, they platformed. Yeah. Opening in December and then getting wider the next week and then even wider the week after that. That's right. That's, um, I had egg on my face. There. You sure did. <laughs> But that's not what we're here to talk about. No, we are here to talk about Halloween. Halloween Part 9. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, which one is that in the actual movie canon? Okay, so it goes up to, um, what is Halloween 6 is the original numbered? I right? think there was 7. Okay. What's uh, H2O, I think, is the, H2O, the last the, in that Well, that there was Halloween realm. Resurrection as well. Oh, was that after H2O? Jesus. I, I don't know which came first. Well, should we bring our horror, horror expert in? I think we should. I mean, this is as good a time as any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking horror already. We're talking horror. Yeah. We, got, we got an expert in the field here with us, as always, as is tradition. Reporting from the field. Reporting from the field, uh, the killing fields, if you will. Uh, The (laughs) Dr. Ryan Reese, uh, professor of horrorology at the University of uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Wow. Currently seeking tenure. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to get it. I think I am. Uh, Congratulations. We're very proud. 
I prepared this time. That's probably why. I just went in and asked every time. It's like, can I have it? And they're like, no. That's not how it <laughs> no. Get out of here. You didn't like prepare an opening statement or like f- for interview questions or anything like that? You just winged it? No. I just went in and I was like, I think I deserve it. Did you have an appointment at least? <laughs> no, I just kind of walked in. <laughs> they're really mad about it. <laughs> That's fair. It's fair yeah, to be mad about, about it. You're talking about budget cuts, and I just came in and I was like, "I think, I think I deserve this, and I think I should have it." So it was, it was, it was twelve resounding no's. All <laughs> <laughs> it's unanimous, um, flat out in the room. Mm-hmm. So the Halloween films, yeah, you you must be familiar. Yes, I am. So we got you got Halloween, the classic, John Carpenter's mm-hmm. Halloween. You got Halloween two, uh, the Return of Michael Myers. Is that what it's called? I think it's just, just Halloween 2. Halloween it's two. just called Halloween 2. Okay. But yeah. it does have Michael Myers again. And then Halloween 3, they're like, Season of the Witch. Get rid of Michael Myers. Make it an anthology series. It's going to be great. This one's called Season of the Witch. It's about mm-hmm. spooky masks that, uh, if you buy it, spooky masks at the specific store, they like hypnotize you and bugs come out of them and stuff. A little, a little needful things. Yeah, little, yeah. It's fucking cool. I love Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Uh, but it didn't do well. So yeah. they're like, bring back Michael Myers. In <laughs> The Return. And, and so that number four is called The Return. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. And then five is The Curse, the curse. of Michael Myers. Yes, we that's remember the one, the yeah. That's the one with Paul Rudd yeah. as little uh, little Bobby or whatever. And Billy? I remember when we were doing one of our, uh, years ago now, when we were doing one of our uh, Treehouse episodes, we called it The, the, um, the Curse of Two Bad Neighbors. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. That's something yeah. we would do. Um, but so that's number five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six is H2O? Yes. And then seven's Resurrection. Yes. Wow. We just, we nailed it, everybody. And then eight. Why am is, I here? You know this. Eight is eight <laughs> is Rob Zombie's Halloween then. Yeah. Was yeah. I right? I think so. Holy yeah. shit. Because <laughs> then, yeah, he did Halloween too. Yes, And he then did. they uh, stopped that. Yep. Stop that! And then they right kind of rebooted it, yeah, ish, uh, with Halloween Kills or whatever. Wait, what was it? It's just called Halloween. Oh, right, they just did a new Halloween. Yeah, but there's two more coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I have to stop this here. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, Rob Zombie is technically nine. Oh no, Damn which it. one did we miss? Yeah, sorry. Which one did we miss? Uh, Resurrection. No, we said that one. Let's see. So Halloween, Halloween two, Halloween three, Halloween four, Halloween five. <laughs> Curse of Michael Myers. H2O, okay, so wait, stop. Wait, wait, <laughs> stop wait, it. Wait, wait. So Curse of Michael <laughs> Myers is Halloween we said curse, six. We said Curse was five. So you're already and you're just, you're not saying the subtitles. I need subtitles, right? We always need sorry, subtitles. Sorry. sorry, I'm just going through it in my brain. That's, oh, <laughs> I thought you oh, had yeah. it up. I thought you were looking at it. <laughs> I am looking at it too, but I also was just like ripping off. But like, here we go. So, da, 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 da. so yeah. So Rob Zombies would be the the ninth one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's a damn shame for me. A, yeah, you really you really fucked that one. Uh, yeah, I really did. I swing and a miss, but that's that's. I what think I you do. should leave. I do that all the time, <laughs> and uh, I leave every time I do it. So <laughs> off I go. So Ryan, I, it's just us. Oh now. hi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
This is not how I wanted this to be this time. <laughs> okay, so the key things we missed, because I'm sorry, I really needed to know this for myself. Yeah, otherwise four, we're going to get bombarded with Haterade. Four is Return yeah. of Michael Myers, as we said. Yeah. Five is the revenge of Michael oh, Myers. Oh, So in four he, just, four, he just comes back. Just comes back. Just comes to check things yeah. out. You know, yeah. he's just like, hey, what's going on here? I bet I'm he back. doesn't even kill anybody. Yeah, he probably doesn't kill anyone. He's just like, what's going on? Uh, remember me. I'm Michael Myers. Nice, nice to see you again. Yeah. And they have a ta- town hall meeting. <laughs> <laughs> but what Saying to do? Whether or not they should let this yeah. this guy live with them again, and then they say and then, yes, and they said yes, and that was their mistake because yep. he comes back in the next movie and gets revenge. Yeah, on all mm-hmm. of them, on all of them, especially that now, little this dog. Is where it, it's where everybody gets tripped up between like foreign and like the, the curse, because like it's like the of the of the of yeah. <laughs> but that's what I love: return, revenge, curse. Like, I like at, that. Like at the very least, I I can remember in my brain that curse is the one with Paul Rudd. Yes. Um. Mm. So that helps me. If it was just called Halloween Six, I I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to remember it. As no, well. me neither. Curse of Michael Myers. Great it's a movie. Curse. Great movie, guys. Check it out. Look look out. I think we've said that for before. that curse. <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's good to have you here, Ryan. Um, how have you been? Ah, well, uh, I've been, I've been good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been pandemic times and all that. And uh, I think the last time we all met was when we could meet, right? This is in my brain that happened. Like, has it been a year already? No, because season nine was all done post-pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So So, the last Treehouse episode we did in a similar format to this. Yes, that's right. I believe yeah. I was also at my house. I wasn't able to come yes. to Greg's house at that time. So <laughs> so this has basically been my pandemic experience. It's like everything is starting to blur together in very strange ways. And like it's like almost like short-term memory is becoming a weird, dumb thing. Like it's, yeah, that's oh, like, yeah. it's kind of been like how my head has kind of been. But I have been good. I have been good considering all things. Hey, I got a, uh, I got something for you. I got, I got a vest, and a and a tie for you. That I need to get to you somehow, at some point. (laughs) I'm sure we can work that out. A waistcoat for a wedding that 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 we're supposed to be all going to. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. uh, Putting out in the universe, it's it's happening. Yeah, Yeah. has to. It needs to be the perfect, wonderful, happy, blissful finale to all this garbage. Oh, Christ. <laughs> well, that's a lot of pressure on Greg and Allie now. That's so much pressure. <laughs> It'll be great no matter what. No. <laughs> but also, it needs to end all the garbage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Oh, man. I don't even know. Who knows? Who knows? Only It's going to happen. That's what I know. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I, that makes now. me think of that makes me think of like the thirty long text stream I sent you when I found out you were yeah. engaged through this podcast. Yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. That was um, that's something that I would never change. Is basically <laughs> telling everyone in my life that I was engaged through this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yep, it was yep. a whole thing for me. It was like thirty texts, all cast, all caps. I walked into a tree. It was all like it was. There was a bunch of things that happened. <laughs> he listens to the show while he's walking his dog. I know it's cute. Yeah, it's really cute. I love it. That's something mm-hmm. that anyone can do. Really, any of our listeners, mm. if you have a dog, go out and 
and walk your dog and listen to our show. And if you don't have a dog, go find one. <laughs> yeah, and and go for a walk for me because I can't right now. Uh, Greg's I'm still actually hobbled. going back to the beginning of Two Bad Neighbors starting tomorrow. I'm like, tomorrow I'm going to start at the beginning after oh, this episode and oh like, no. listen to the whole thing again. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. I mean, like, <laughs> retrospective. it's a roof at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I'm yeah, very well. every day very grateful people stick with us. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, it's, it's crazy how much better the show is now. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, and the fact this is this is one of the reasons why like I think we're taking a little a little while to actually get into the meat and potatoes of this actual episode. It's because you've done our treehouse almost every year, and you've been on our show as a guest every single season of our show and this is this is it this is your last obligation to this show yeah when alan was trying to to book me for it this week i uh <laughs> like when he's like what are you gonna do it do you like how's 9 p.m on thursday <laughs> and i like in my brain i was like make up something <laughs> don't like <laughs> just 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 get out of it get out of it somehow so you can drag it out a bit longer. This is like that's so soon. My brain is like, let's try and like make it happen, end a little bit later on. Yeah. <laughs> in like in like life. Yeah. But I was just kind of like, nah, let's let's do it. But for a second, my brain is like, just think of something. Like immediate. Like I did have to have go to a meeting tonight, but like I had to actually cancel it because like I have too much going on with uh, being back at work and stuff so i was like i want to and i didn't want to like go from a, a meeting to like into this i just wanted to like have work and then come and do this awesome podcast that i've been thank you for letting me be part of it like <laughs> i'm just gonna say that now and to Friend keep you an show. extra to keep <laughs> you an extra suspense i have a present for you both oh, but no. i'm not going to i'm not going to tell you what it is until we're done talking about the episode oh boy that uh, we don't want to, you know, don't want to be say it now and then be it done. We gotta let people wait to the end. This ups the ante for Eface so hard. I mean, I just got like a wave of anxiety just <laughs> you mentioning a gift for the show, thanks to Ife, who has ruined that for me. I still get a wave of euphoria. Yeah, because he's always nice to you. I I think Ife is just the nicest guy. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and now Ryan has 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 followed in his footsteps, and he's he's getting us gifts too. It's yep. uh, it's great. It's we don't it's deserve so nice. this. <laughs> I don't know. Well, don't, what, thank I don't, me, don't thank me yet. You might hate it. We'll see. I don't know how this weird transition into me being this mm. fucking boot <laughs> <laughs> has happened over the years. We used to be very just. Hey, we're we're friends and we do this podcast and then mm. over the course of the recordings, somehow all the like weird little running jokes are very much at my expense. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right when it comes to the rudders. Uh -huh. Absolutely, uh -huh. the rudders are your at your expense. But I think uh, I'll, I'll take on more than my fair share of the brunt of the of the of the peppered in jokes, if you know what I'm saying. Sure. But yes. the fact that you're 107 right. can't be avoided. So we're just gonna go past it. I've said it. We're moving on. Well, 
you know some of us don't have osteoporosis and hurt our foots so i mean i just don't drink enough milk uh, <laughs> and drinking plenty of milk <laughs> with vitamin r 2020 was alan showing up at a, somewhere with a cane and i was like what is happening in the world like what oh my god i was so all concerned. right that is true i did have a cane this summer thank you ryan for reminding oh, me and everyone that i am indeed <laughs> I, 132 I did years forget old. that you had a cane this summer. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, it was a stylish cane, at least. It was. That's fine. <laughs> I like canes. No, you made it look good first. I was like, that's classy. And then I was like instantly worried for my friend, is what I'm saying. Like, it was just a <laughs> no, I know you didn't. I, I know you didn't mean anything by it, Ryan. <laughs> um, so, Alan, hmm. how have you been? Mm, you know. Yeah. I'm trying to think hanging in there like ryan said you know every the the memory is so weird yeah during during this because of uh doing similar to the same things every day uh so everything bleeds together and yeah. you know normally in a life you have things that stand out as uh, uh milestones and events um even the simple fact of going to see the movies yeah was like a, a thing that i would like you know if you Generally speaking, if you're like, hey, what'd you think of blank movie? I can remember when I saw it the first time. And that like is a little milestone in my life that I can draw upon. Um, but now, because I mean, A, I don't go to the theaters, uh, haven't been haven't been since Tenet. Um, but that's a thing. But that you can be like, I can actually acutely remember both of my screenings of Tenet. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I remember that. And I remember seeing Sonic by myself. And I remember seeing Doolittle by myself last year. Those are the movies I saw in theaters in 2020. Um, and Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Um, Doolittle, one of the biggest hits of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. And uh, now, because I, I still watch a lot of movies, but I watch them at home in the same format, in the same, you know, and they're not generally like new releases. There are some, of mm -hmm, course. Mm -hmm. But uh, so now everything just bleeds together. And. Uh, th for me, thank God for Letterboxd because I can, if I'm ever like, what day was it when I watched this movie? And I can look at, because I log them, right? So I can look at what the date is. Um, so that's very helpful, but it's not, but it's something I need. I can't recall it with my memory, Yeah, if that makes sense. It's just too samey. Like the, yeah. the, the only thing that's different is the projection on the screen. Yeah. Not the people you see it with. Yeah. Not the, not, not the time of day because it's yeah. all day. Yeah, like uh, Spider-Verse. First time I saw Spider-Verse with you, mm -hmm. um, we went to Nando's beforehand. Yeah, that was right? great. Great chicken. Yeah. And so, like, again, like, just that whole experience is such a, like, specific time, uh, like, a specific memory that I can draw to. And we saw it with uh, Nathan and Joanna. We sure did. That's right. There you see. Past and future guests. Look at that. Yeah. Look at how... <laughs> Memories are great, guys. I've... Yeah, I like them. <laughs> I, this is... I, I miss them. <laughs> yeah well i have some uh, something i mean like i'll remember this at yeah. least i'll remember these last these these last two weeks if nothing else for the blinding pain sure yeah that, that that's a milestone in your life for sure that i've been in yeah. so maybe that's um, what i need to do just go get injured yeah i mean anything to feel something <laughs> Let the matches burn down to my fingers just to feel something, anything. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh. I like drinking egg cream and I like punching Nazis. 
Spider-Verse, guys. Great movie. Great um, movie. Great movie. Uh, I got a little wheel scooter today. A wheel scooter? Uh, the other day. Did I did I tell you about no. that? No. Uh, yeah, to get around the... Because um, I'm going. I'm working as a standardized patient again at the Foothills Hospital, and the halls are really, really long, so I went and got uh. a wheelie scooter for my leg. And now I just zip. Zip around. Yeah. Like it's... But it's not an all... <laughs> it's not an all-terrain vehicle. Of course. So if I'm like wheeling through it uh, in the parking lot, if I go over a pebble, mm-hmm. literally down. bigger than my fingernail, it's yeah, it's all over, it's and a- I hurt myself even more. Uh, <laughs> help! And I did that the oh. first day I had it. Um, uh, ruinous time. Ruinous time. Um, we're having fun. Uh- with our D and D campaigns, yeah, that's right. Oh uh, yes, of course we're playing Ryan's tomorrow. In, Ryan's in this, this yeah, new one. I'm yeah. so excited. It's gonna be such a great cap to an insane two weeks. Ryan's, I'm just so uh, excited. Ryan's playing a grumpy dragonborn, uh, and he did the uh, he did the honorable thing and uh, is the fighter yeah. of the group. <laughs> oh yeah, he's taking those punches, baby. Because we need someone to take yeah. the punches. Yeah. I'm a rogue, so yeah. I'm taking zero punches. Hopefully, I'm a, I'm a druid <laughs> in a in a turtle shell, so maybe I'll take a few punches. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm a turtle. Because you're a turtle, and yeah. uh, we've of course uh, past uh, past and future guest of the show, Dave Gabbert, is um, playing a wizard because <laughs> he's a he's 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 a book nerd. Yeah, and uh, my sister's a bard because she doesn't know what she wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna play some music. Yeah. The happiest, literally, like she plays a bard the way I've always imagined somebody would because I don't play much D and D. It's just like super happy, <laughs> like it's just like very much like yeah, go for it. <laughs> Want to let me play a song while you do that? Maybe so great. <laughs> I'll play a magical song. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to play a bard who's like a like a grunge artist or something. Who's like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like yeah, fuck this, fuck society. <laughs> like just wears yeah. plaid all the time. <laughs> Really long hair. It's just like, and just carries his amp and his Stratocaster around wherever he goes. A set in like a coastal rainy city, you know, where everybody wears plaid. And That's right. Like, there's, a, there's a market where they toss fish and everybody makes a big deal about it. I mean, we're all just thinking of Kurt Cobain, but. I was thinking of Homer Simpson. Oh, oh, from right. The of episode course. of the '90s show, of course. And here we are. Uh, <laughs> let's talk. Homer about... invented grunge. We all. Know I remember this. that. Yeah, it was the song "Margarine." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's talk about the episode. Yeah, we're here to talk about Trios of Horror Nine, mm-hmm. uh, which is the fourth episode of season ten, written by David X slash S Cohen, Larry Doyle. And Donick Carey, as I'm sure listeners know by now, there are three segments, so that's why there's three writers. But all the episode was directed by Stephen Dean Moore. Original air date, October 25th, 1998. October 25th, they did it. They did it. They, they actually They took did a few it. weeks off because the last episode was end of September. So, yeah. Um, yeah, they were like, well, the next one's Treehouse, so we have to wait. <laughs> no, good for them. I hate it when their Treehouse episode comes out after Halloween. Yeah, well, they start to, uh, I think even in next, no, I don't think next season, but in like a couple seasons from now, they start to do like the, the season opener is the Treehouse. Yeah. Like they wait till for that. You know what? That's, that's fine. I'm yeah. fine with that, but it's got to come out before Halloween. Uh, absolutely. Like there were years come there. Out like November 1st. You're like, yeah, years it came out November 1st. <laughs> it's like you are literally 12 hours after I would have cared. Yeah. 
we're we're all starting to remember our troops by that point. Yeah, and I have a sugar hangover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, David S. Cohen slash David X. Cohen. We mentioned this last episode. Also, he, uh, mm-hmm. his name in this one is uh, David Watch. Yes, that's Future. literally what I was about to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> You finish your thought. <laughs> no, you, you're welcome to finish it for me. It's Halloween It's just, fun, it's just, fun, it's just funny that you said also, as if because like I didn't even say what I was going to say. I know. And you're like, but here's another fun fact. I'm sure you didn't know because you definitely didn't watch the whole episode. <laughs> but that's uh, that's actually why I'm not sure. Like the the wiki credits him as David S. Cohen. Yeah, but. As last episode was his credit, he was credited as David X Cohen for Bart the Mother, yeah, because uh, that was the fu- last full length episode that he he wrote. Um, and but because this episode is doing the, the wacky credits that they always do, it's David Watch Futurama Cohen, mm-hmm. so we don't know if it's X or S technically, but I don't know, whatever. It's uh, X, it's X, sure, <laughs> it's X until but Futurama is about to premiere around this time. Um, I everyone's think, psyched about it, yeah, I think it's like. Yeah, I think it's early uh, ninety nine. Yeah, when it premieres. If I, I remember, I remember, correctly. I remember seeing it. I remember seeing the premiere, and I remember oh, there was a bunch of hype around it, and like it's it's about to happen, and it's um, yeah. I was I got hyped for the premiere of Futurama, March twenty eighth, ninety nine. Boom. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and yeah, that's like I think we've mentioned this before. Around the same time, Family Guy premiered as well. Yeah, because that uh, was a Super Bowl ninety nine. That's right. Um. And you know, animation was never the same. It truly wasn't, actually. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, for better or definitely worse. M- uh, mostly worse. Yeah. Animation was never the same. It uh, just Family became... Guy did, like, as much as I'm sure the Simpsons writers don't want to admit it, Family Guy shaped their writer's room so much. Oh, afterwards? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. once it premiered and it became a hit, even if it was, like, kind of a weird sleeper hit or, like, cult hit. Yeah. Because, again, the ratings weren't great because ratings are... a archaic way to value tv shows yeah. uh even in 99 but um you know it premiered and there was enough cultural like uh love of it i guess for lack of a better term that the writers were like we need to make homer more like peter yeah and it shows <laughs> <laughs> and it's bad yeah uh but that doesn't happen yet this episode or you know this episode is before family guy we're still in the pre-family guy era mm. um so this is the yeah the ninth treehouse it's yep treehouse it's the last one we're covering ix yeah it's the last one we're doing unless Unless, we do some patreon ones yeah unless you're a patreon subscriber in which case you've heard others in the in in the in the zombie years so um (laughs) where do we want to start we want to start just segment one i think yeah let's just go through each segment because this one doesn't have wraparounds no it does Um, not there's no like overarching story or whatever you want to call it for this one they they've uh, they did away with it last time didn't they as well i think so yeah i think that last time i think we talked about this it's been a year guys but um i think last time it was we mentioned how this is the first time they didn't really have any Mm -hmm. uh segments in between uh it's just straight into you know they have a crazy credits and then they go straight into the first segment Um, i did like the credits I mean, we should mention the the couch gag yeah. in in this case uh, is yep. Freddie and Jason, and it, they did get Robert England to voice him. So. That's fun. Yeah, that was great. I love that. <laughs> I liked them outside. Like I liked Lisa flying into the wall. Yeah, and... I like that they 
like it seems like such an obvious thing to do for the Halloween episode is to do the opening credits, but have all the characters get killed. Yeah. You know, and it's weird. It took them 10 years to do it. It is. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like they never really gave themselves the opening. You know, like they. Right. Yeah. Previous uh, tree houses were always. It was the graveyard. It was a graveyard, or was Marge coming out being like, "This episode's very scary." You know, yeah. like they had a or different the ratings opening guy all the time. getting stabbed. I always love that guy. The <laughs> no. censor. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, but yeah, opening credits, uh, fun. Yeah, they were fun. <laughs> I think it starts out on the right note, and then we have. And then we get into hell to pay. A great pun. A delicious pun. Hell to pay. <laughs> hell to pay. Uh, I. Definitely did not realize this was a pun until I want to say five months ago. <laughs> Whenever we were at some point discussing, I think even like what's up coming up in season ten, and I was looking at the episodes, and I was like, "Oh, what Treehouse episode or episode is it?" And I read "Hell to Pay" out loud for maybe the first time in my life. Yeah, and that's why I was like, "Oh, <laughs> it's like Hell to Pay." But also toupee is a is a thing for your head. I'm a dumb. I'm a dull boy. <laughs> I'm a dull boy, Billy. <laughs> uh, so, the Treehouse of Horror has this. I, I think uh, well, like past a certain point is definitely you could say that it, it front loads the best segment. Mm. At the at the very like at the uh, off the you top. think in general most of the treehouse episodes have the f- best segment first now definitely like okay. I think I think this is I think this is the best segment of of the episode I like its Twilight Zone uh, conceit where like this hair transplant uh, possessed hair piece uh, yeah. possessed hair piece and it like it's uh, yeah it's like. I, I like that. I like the idea. Like you go into Homer's brain and you see the little hair follicles taking over his brain. <laughs> I think that's like it's communicated well. The premise is sound. Everybody gets it. And I love when Marge shuts Lisa up about mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. It's like, oh, of course, the hair follicles must be controlled. Oh, Lisa, we figured that out ages ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's I think that's funny. I think Marge is really funny in this episode. I think the deaths are funny. Um, and I think the I think the cops are great. I think this is a good segment. I think I think this is a really good segment. Uh so just just backing up a bit. So like I I think in general the Treehouse episodes for me, I always feel like the middle one is the hardest to remember. Sure. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean they're the worst, but they're just always like I I it's it's a lot easier for me to remember the first segments and the last segments a lot of the time. Yep. Um but I, I do think in general, I usually like the last segments the best. Okay. And not this time though, right? Not this time. Okay. I mean, we'll talk about this one. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> okay. Usually the last segments are my favorites. Yeah. Uh, speaking specifically of Nightmare Cafeteria, which is my favorite one, I think, mm. in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, Bart Simpson's Dracula is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Uh, no, I, <laughs> there's I, others. I, I agree. I think you can without um, the list in front of me. I can't remember, but you I, know, I, I'd make arguments for for other ones probably just because that's what yeah. we do. But. Well, and the shinning is is one of the best ones, of course, and that's that's a, a first segment. Yeah, you know, um, so that's a that's a tough one, uh, but that, I think that that treehouse in general is probably the best one because all three of those uh, there's no fault segments are solid. One. Yeah, it's um, great. 
In fact, that is the Nightmare Cafeteria. It one. is the Nightmare yeah, yeah. Cafeteria. There you go. Because <laughs> Willie gets killed in yeah, every it's one. Time and, it's Shinning, Time and Punishment, and uh, Nightmare Cafeteria, which are all fucking solid. Yeah. Uh, this one, number nine, uh, I didn't really care for. <laughs> overall? <laughs> overall. Like, are we saying overall here? I'm, yeah. Well, I'm saying overall. We'll get into each segment uh, and talk about each one. But I just think, it, yeah, just as a primer, overall, I felt there was so few laughs in this whole episode. Yep. And uh, I was struggling to come up with favorite jokes for each one. Um, oh, God. Yeah. But that being said, uh, to speak of Hell to Pay, I think, uh, yeah, like you said, the premise is great. The execution is great. Um, it does feel more like a straight up horror segment than it does a uh, comedy segment, you know, yeah. which is fine. But I do prefer them balancing both really well. And, you know, the be- the great greatest ones do that, like the shinning, for example. Yeah. You know, shinning's very scary because mm-hmm. it's a father trying to kill his family. Yep. <laughs> but oh, it's I'm also mental. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you, Rai? Overall, maybe just a general overall. And then what do you think of Hell to Pay? Uh, overall, I agree that I feel like it's one of the weaker ones that I have been asked to watch. Um just kind of like I, I'm also very tired, but like <laughs> I've also been very tired and watched great Treehouse episodes, so yeah. I don't think that really counts for anything. Uh, I yeah, I love um, just how I see the titles first, and I'm just like, how the hell will this all unfold in this like <laughs> 20 minute show where there's three segments and it all happens very quickly. Like I got, I, I always, I, I started to embrace just like the more bananas, just like things that happen and it's allusions to horror. And it's kind of like uh, going off the wheels a bit of horror and exploring other like reaches of the genre is always fun, which is always great. And I like that about it. Um, I thought hell to pay for at first was a Chucky thing mm. because mm-hmm. it's a, it's a possessed, thing that like takes over somebody and I like Homer. So I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's like Chucky. And then I remembered with all the like other kind of weird stuff that goes on in the episode that like, oh yeah, like amazing stories, Twilight Zone, like very much kind of that, that realm of it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it was my favorite of the bunch of this one, like, but it definitely started off great. Like when you texted me, it's like this one starts out with a thing called hell to pay. And I'm like, <laughs> like I laughed out loud at my phone when I read it. When I read it. <laughs> so Delicious like, pun. Yeah, so I was like, great. I like that kind of like rocked me into it, and um, yeah, it's just like I I particularly like the joke in um, Healthy Pay of like uh, you can't smoke in here. There's a sign. There's a no smoking sign amongst all like cigarette ads. Yeah. I thought that was really classic. Funny. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I I I think I laughed the most in Healthy Pay. Like I because it was just like I. You know me, I laugh a lot. But <laughs> I, I, I think I clocked by a lot of my laughing at, at this one. I, yeah, and, and it was. I like. I do like the progression of like the classic horror. Like they're always my favorite segments of these things when they just full out go for it. I just kind of wish they did that for the entire episode. Like just make a bunch of like the same like concept. Like because I, I enjoy that the most. And stuff like I have thoughts on the last one too. I'm just like, come on, but like, <laughs> sorry, what do you? What, I'm not sure I understand what you mean by you wish they um, did that for the whole episode. Like they, like yeah, the hell to pay plot was the whole episode. Is that what you mean? Or no, like oh. straight, just straight up horror, just like straight. Oh, up, just like, like yeah. right, lean into the the horror side of it. As yeah, it were. yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, they're very. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say the the. Uh, 
interesting thing, and I, you know, we talk a lot about the golden years, and you know, when does when does the Simpsons start to get bad, and all that kind of stuff. And you know, watching this episode today, I very much felt the shift <laughs> uh, with the final segment. We'll get into it, but just as a general thing. What I loved about Treehouse is that, like you said, right? They they lean into the horror. They, you know, it started as essentially a Twilight Zone. Uh, they were big fans of the Twilight Zone, so they're like, let's do, let's put our characters in Twilight Zone episodes. That will be fun, you know. Uh, and they had that weird experiment with the Raven as well in the very first one, <clears throat> and and that's all really cool. As as the series progressed, they started to move away from parodying Twilight Zone premises and started to you know, do uh, general horror premises, which is also fine. Um, mm-hmm. But then, and I, I, I'm try- I was trying to remember if they've done more so than this one, this one, but definitely this episode marks the beginning of it being pop culture spoofs more than it is mm-hmm. horror spoofs. Um, mm-hmm. You know, horror and sci-fi, you, you could say, is what they've leaned into mo- more. And they, they, start, they start really leaning into sci-fi as horror. Yes, and they start making the genres, the the line between jo- the those two genres, and they are two genres, mm-hmm. um, blur beyond any recognition. Well, in Twilight Zone, in general, is I would say more sci-fi than horror, right? That's what it get. That's that's why it gets away with so much yeah. fun stuff because it always has that that fun twist. Yeah. At the end, mm-hmm. it's like it was in a box the whole time, <laughs> or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm not Rod Stein. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, Rod 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 Steinman? Is that what you're about to say? No. <laughs> I'm not the Twilight Zone guy. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. That's the one. So it was an S. Wait, is it Serling or Sterling? No, Serling is right. I've been watching you're, a lot of Mad Men. No, you're absolutely right. It's it's Rod. It's Rod. Roger Serling. Sterling. He's he's it's Rod Serling. He won Emmys. Yes, it's the guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I know what you mean by like the the whole keeping the horror premise there, but you you really need that you really need that comedy because that is what people tune in for. I think yeah. is I think is like the the whole the fact that they're even allowed to do this every single year, and the fact that they well, I mean, like the it's it's the previous seasons that lay the the, the groundwork for them to do whatever they want in the Treehouse of Horror, and they're allowed to do whatever they want. And sometimes it's experimental and fun. And sometimes it sucks. Um, yeah. I, I think hell to pay is a, is, is as close to a classic one that we'll get in this episode for sure. And for some time. Yeah. Uh, the, I think next year, I don't remember for sure, but there's a, I think a pretty decent one. Yeah. With, uh, I know what you diddly did. Oh yeah, or whatever. And he's a werewolf. Yeah, Ned's a werewolf, and but Homer hits him with the car and yeah. thinks that he killed him. And it's a I know what you did last summer slash werewolf uh, segment. I think it's a pretty good one. I haven't watched it in years, so maybe well, maybe I got I, it on it DVD. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll watch maybe it we'll have Patreon. a look. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think in general, my my recollection of the Treehouse episodes as it progresses past this episode but marked by this episode, in my opinion, is the shift into, you know, not even being horror or sci-fi anymore. Uh, just being like, oh, we're going to make a Harry Potter uh, episode. Oh, or yes. segment. Yeah. You no, know? You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Even the one we watched for Patreon, the, the most recent one, uh, you know, that's uh, 
uh, Toy Story was was spoofed in a in a segment. You know. Yeah. Anyway, that one did turn out to be horrific. Though. Well, that's the thing. They still have like they still lean into the idea of like their characters can be killed and things yeah. like that. And I think that's the only reason it still keeps it in the quote unquote horror realm. But aside from that, it's just doing weird pop culture yeah. parodies. Like the some are some are more successful than others, but they just Homer verse one. You know, like yeah, they just completely lean into the pop culture thing. And I think maybe you just cited what is my <laughs> least favorite. Uh, Simpsons segment ever, and it's the Harry <laughs> Potter one. Yeah, that's I, a bad one. I, I think it's one of the worst five minutes of Simpsons that's ever been. Mo- <laughs> Monty Mort is what they call Mr. Burns. Monty Mort. Yeah, day, day one write on, writing on, on that one. Yeah, they really Ooh. nailed it. Um, anyway... <laughs> What's your uh, what else do we want to say about Hell to Pay? Like, do we... so the Harry Potter ones in uh, twelve? By it's the in way. twelve. Okay, so season thirteen. Season thirteen. Anyway, uh, yeah, Hell to Pay. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's fun. Um, I like the premise. I think uh, it's uh, so. What I really like, and I, I again, kind of wish it could have been expanded a bit more. Mm-hmm. But you know, they only got what ten minutes, not even ten minutes per segment seven at most yeah um but i liked the the fact that there was like a list of people that snake wanted to get revenge on yeah and then he started Mm. killing them off it's just kind of a bummer that there was just two and then it's after and then he's after bart uh like it could have built the tension a lot more obviously if they had more time yeah um but i like that idea that he's like all right you three like are the people i want revenge on and then apu gets killed mo gets killed and then Bart's like, oh, shit, I'm next. <laughs> you know what I liked? Hmm. I liked the uh, on televi- uh, televised uh, televised executions that that <laughs> that they predicted that Fox would have. Sure. It's uh, it's a George uh, Carlin bit. Have you ever heard that George Carlin bit? No. For anybody out there who's listening, go find the George Carlin bit where he talks about uh, how the how to balance the fucking budget. <laughs> And he talks about the way to do it is to hold public executions in a giant stadium. And he's like, you don't think people would pay to see that in this sick fucking country? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow. Yeah. He like he calls this bit. It's back in the 80s. And I'm like, I I think it would be safe to say that a lot of Simpsons writers are uh, Carlin fans, especially in the 90s. Um and yeah, that just it just really reminded me of that of a of a great comedic bit. Do they get Carlin on? They do. Yeah, this the, season. I was gonna say, isn't the juice the juice people? <laughs> Doing in the wind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about Carlin more then. Then. Yes, we will. Um, but yeah, the uh, Ed McMahon bit yeah. in this episode. I thought it was really funny. Was supposed to be Troy McClure. Oh, Did you know that? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, I don't know if you know this, but. Uh, Phil Hartman was uh, taken from this world uh, shortly before this season began airing. Um, and he was yeah. supposed to record lines for this episode. They had a whole thing planned where it would be Troy McClure hosting the live execution. That makes so much sense. And they sense. had to shift it around when tragedy struck and make it, yeah. and they got Ed McMahon in, uh, oh, which is would, a good, which is a uh, like, you know. It makes sense. It does make sense. It's yeah. funny. And. But they get would, to do some Tonight Show jokes. It would just be so much more in universe and so much. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
There would be even the fact that he he Ed McMahon has a little like uh you know uh, when skirts fall down or you know like you may remember me. It's essentially you may remember me from yeah kind of segment. It uh, is yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I don't remember that joke. It's not memorable because it's not delivered in that Phil Hartman way. Yeah, who's like because Troy McClure is always so proud of the work that he's done before. <laughs> That's the key, right? Like he's yeah. so proud of everything he's ever done. Uh, well, he says the titles in like the way that they're meant to be expressed. If that makes sense. Well, like, if, like he, he doesn't. He doesn't go. You may remember me from such things as uh, earwigs. Ew. He yeah. says earwigs. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> or mommy, what's wrong with that man's face? <laughs> he's like a like like a, like he, he's like a trailer voiceover yeah. guy when he's saying the names of his titles. It's he's great. so into it. Uh, it's wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah. Favorite joke <laughs> of hell to pay. Uh, well, you ruined it. It was uh, Marge uh, when Lisa's like, oh, of course, the follicles. Went. He's like, oh, shut up, Lisa. Everyone's already figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's actually a Marge one, too. Nice. <laughs> it's when uh, Wiggum says, now that's what I call a bad hair day, and everyone laughs. Oh, yeah, and then Marge is like, may I remind you, you that two, two people, people are, are dead? De- oh, wait, I just got it. <laughs> and then she starts laughing, too. <laughs> I do love uh may I remind you two people are dead like that joke in a vacuum is so funny to me. Yeah. Anytime it's used where it's like <laughs> uh people died. Yeah. Why are we making light of this? Yeah. Uh Rye, do you have a uh Uh I like those I like those both too. I like how it just takes like the the Tupe has like a really like drawn out death like <laughs> like any horror good horror movie villain needs. Just kind of like shot like eleven times and still like trying to get up. I love that part. I like the little uh, switching between Homer's brain and Snake's brain, where it's like, "Would you rather have your son or like a flush bullet?" It's like, "Don't make me choose." <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I, I like that. I wonder if I would like this better. And it's not to say like it's it's more of a mediocre episode. It's not or a segment. It's not like a bad one. But I I wonder mm. if if they just had Homer do the voice the whole time. Yeah, if I would have I, I, the 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 switch to the actual snake voice, I don't think was needed because I, I like the hair shift. I honestly thought in my like in my memory, I thought it was just Dan doing a snake. No, I thought like that's how <laughs> right, I yeah, remembered yeah, it, yeah, right? Because yeah. it was because I I thought that's what they would have done. Yeah, because that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, if he tries to do like a snake voice, or talks like, in that cadence. Yeah, I know it's like magic and stuff, and it's not supposed to be realistic. But I just like, I, I'm like, I don't know, his vocal cords are still the same. Yeah, no, I'm. I, I get what you're saying, and I'm. Uh, it's a silly complaint, I know, but it's just I couldn't help thinking about I it. I wish it was that too. Yeah, I absolutely. Because I think I think Dan doing a snake uh, impression would be really funny. Also, yeah. yeah, it would be. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, or I should say, Dan doing Homer doing a snake imp- yep. you know what i mean because i'm sure dan could do a pretty close snake impression if he wanted to but yep. if it was him doing homer's voice as snake like saying little dude you know <laughs> i don't know there's, yeah. there's something to it maybe it'd be funnier too um sorry before we move on um ryan are you wearing a come to the duck side yeah oh boy <laughs> come to the duck side Hoodie. they lost tonight <laughs> And that's why that's why I'm not going to the duck side. Because they're bad. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I'm teaching a class right now online, and uh, I was, they asked me what my favorite hockey team was, and I told them it was the Anaheim Ducks. And uh, a kid from the back, who I know is not talked at all this week, just yelled, who says that? <laughs> <laughs> Kids can be so cruel. We can? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Uh, yeah. yeah. My, mo- my mom texted me uh, play-by-plays of the Habs-Flames game today. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't tell me what happened. I want to watch the highlights. But she was like, oh, right. are you watching your Habs play play the Flames? I was like, I don't have like sports channels anymore, so I can't. She's like, do you want me to update you? I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cute. That's great. That's nice. Awesome. Uh, anyway, hockey's fun. Sure um, is. That was our little, that was our brief intermission. That was our, uh, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I already used the hockey term. I know. I realized it as I was trying to come up with one on the spot. I'm like, oh, Greg already did it. Why am I doing this? What fucking to- tool I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can come up with another one. It's our t- that was our hockey timeout. See? That was uh, Coach's Corner. Ow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that done? Is that like because yeah, that was all done, Cherry? Yeah, it's done. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was. Whistle, he was just a part of it. Call the fucking whistle. <laughs> For those unaware of Canadian hockey politics, Don Cherry uh, was fired. Was it like two years ago now? Yeah, I think so. Because he sucks. <laughs> Should have been fired long ago. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Or at least retired. Should have been he out of the game years ago. So old, he couldn't stay home because his wife died and he's oh. sad. <laughs> It's true. I, I watched the CBC movies about him. Mm. There's two. That's weird. Uh, Is it? Well, uh, it's CBC. I don't know if it's weird. It's just unwelcome. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> two's unnecessary. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like when you hear that you know there's been uh fourteen was it sixteen Land Before Time movies fourteen we 14. we, we did, yeah. yeah I know I we did this though. when when we watched the Alvin and the Chipmunks yeah. movie. <laughs> Chipmunk Adventure, baby. Yeah. Seven. Not, not no. the live action garbage. Very important distinction. This, is this the, movie is called The Chipmunk Adventure. It's from the 80s. Yeah. And it's it's got a legit bop of a song called The Girls of Rock and Roll. It's uh, the centerpiece. They sing it in the Parthenon. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> it happens. A deserted Parthenon. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> It's honestly what I was fully on board with the movie. I was on board for the rest for the next thirty minutes. Yeah, like, uh, it's a short movie too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of animation, yeah, Terror of Tiny Toon. I like this concept. Yeah, I think it's a fun idea. Like, it's a great idea for a Halloween concept. It's a great idea for a little movie called Pleasantville as well. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Key difference, though, Greg. Hmm. When they go to Pleasantville in the movie Pleasantville, yeah, no one tries to murder them. No, no, at least not um, overtly. Well, sure. <laughs> they just try to stifle their creativity. That's right. Yeah, murder them, murder their spirit. Yeah, you know. Uh, but I was wondering what would break first. Oh, <laughs> I really like that movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's hard for me to reference it because this always happens. Yeah, I know. We got, <laughs> and we have to cut a whole 30 minutes. We're not going to do it. No, we're, we're not, not doing this. 
as a, as another uh, example of Ryan thinks it's going to go one way, but it goes another way. I thought the beginning of the segment was going to be like a video drone like cool. take the way the like the screen bubbles out and stuff. I'm like, oh man, this is going to be weird. With no. like having it, having part Lisa be part of it as if it's going to be like video drone. No, I've <laughs> never seen like, oh. video drone. Yeah, can you shed some light on us? All I know about it is an image of a man with his head inside a television set. So I understand yeah, the like, reference you made, but I know nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, it's... It's Cronenberg, many, right? I don't know how many Cronenberg movies you've seen, but... Uh, Not many. It's, yeah, it's like uh, James Woods loves a television personality and maybe mm. loves a TV and it's all about, like, the broadcast and truth and a bunch of other crazy body horror shit, but, like... The most thing that I remember, because I was going to try and watch it again recently, and then I remember James Woods is in it, and I just, I'm not on board with him <laughs> at all anymore. So I just, like, <laughs> I didn't watch it again. But, yeah, I didn't uh, want to give him those, those uh, residuals. Right? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like sadomasochistic, like, kind of obsession with uh, this... Like he has this obsession with this radio host, but like, is he in love with technology and a TV kind of thing? And then he like, yeah, he kisses a TV and like eats his face or something. Oh, like God. it's it's messed up. <laughs> so kissing the TV. So I listened to, um, I think it's the podcast. Uh, this had Oscar buzz, and they played a game involving Cronenberg's uh, films, uh, where the thesis was. Every Cronenberg movie can be broken down into one of three categories. Gross, horny, or both. <laughs> I would say this is both. This is both. both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like... That's funny. Yeah, like, I, I remember more just the visuals of everything, like the thing coming out of the screen and, like, uh, James Woods running around a lot and being, like, confused and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's... It's weird. I mean, I'll watch it maybe again in the future, but yeah, just also fuck James Woods. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only place I want to see James Woods is uh, work in the Quickie Mart. Oh, yeah. It's a great episode. <laughs> it's very funny in that. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, so, maybe Hercules. <laughs> so, I-, I-, I liked the idea behind the terror of tiny toontown or whatever the fuck this episode is called i think it has uh, tiny tune i think it has a really great opening which is crusty coming on (laughs) tonight i'm going to suck your blood (laughs) it's really funny it's something that i constantly forget where it's from but i always just remember that line delivery i think it's Mm. great Mm -hmm. and the idea of the kids getting sucked into their favorite television program, I just think is uh, really obvious. Yeah. And great idea. It's it's there to be mined, and it's a lot of fun for that. Um, and the idea that Bart knows his way around cartoons because he can, like, draw the jack button, and, yeah. like, they, they get a little bit of, like, this cartoony influence. It's It's really fun, but it's ultimately weirdly unmemorable. Yeah. They don't do a lot with it. Um, it's also, again, like weird nitpick, but a really weird, like avenue to get to. They're inside the TV set, because 
it's like Marge being like, I'm, I'm not going to let you watch these weird uh, Halloween cartoons. Um, and I'm leaving, so I'm going to take the batteries with me. That's not how TV sets work, Marge. <laughs> it's true. You can turn it on without batteries. Very true. They're sitting right next to it. And so, like, and I know th- they know that. I know the writers know that. So it's just such a weird thing because it's such an easy fix where it's just like she just done the Pleasantville thing where like a like a TV repairman comes with a magic remote sure or they can still do the plutonium thing but it doesn't need to be Marge takes the batteries it could be yeah. like oh the batteries are dead we're out of batteries well why don't you just go get up and turn on turn the set on yourself it's like I'm, I'm not doing that you know like we've we've set that press precedent before Marge doesn't even need lazy. to be in it yeah and so again, weird nitpick, but it just it just felt so weird to me that like that was the way they got to it, where it's like I'm going to take these batteries. The thing <laughs> is, I don't think it is a weird nitpick because it takes time. It does, yeah. And time, That's time is that could so be sp- could yeah. have been spent in the the cartoon world because, uh, as you said, I think it's a, a cool premise. I like the idea of it being kind of a Roger Rabbit uh, thing, except for they're trying to kill you. <laughs> you know, like oh, how yeah. how scary would it be if like. Uh, well, I mean, it is kind of scary in Roger Rabbit, but just in general, if in that world they go to Toontown and like the people, instead of the crazy lady trying to kiss Eddie Valiant, she's trying to murder him. Oh yeah. That's spooky scary. Yeah. She's scary on her own and she's just trying to kiss him. You know what's great? Mm. His cartoon bullets. Oh yeah. <laughs> By like all classic Western yeah. actors. Yeah. <laughs> of course you love that. It's really great. He's like, you ready to go, boys? It's like, yeah, put me in. Yeah, <laughs> Jump here, into Here the... we go. Here we go. It's that guy? I like that That's guy. That's great. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, um, they go in, they, they're just like, wow, this is fun. And then they real and then Itchy and Scratchy have a weird like they're laughing at your pain. Because in their world, they just do this. They don't realize it's for comedy. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's just, really a dissection. Yeah. They just are. Of comedy. Yeah. the Their their natural state is violence. That's right. You ever think about that, Ryan? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I was, I, I, I always, something I remember when um, my dad was always watching uh, Simpsons is I always liked the itchy and scratchy things. Like, it was cartoon violence played up and stuff but i just thought it was really funny like i laughed like bart and lisa laugh at it a little bit like it's just like it's so ridiculous and obviously over the top and stuff i think that's why i like this segment a lot is like it's an extended itchy and scratchy bit that's like halloween and they're being chased by them and all the cartoon character antics that i have grown up loving like i liked a lot of that like just like the chase stuff and their whole chase segment and the eject button is great and what else that I really love? Um, yeah, I'll talk about my, my favorite part for the favorite joke. But yeah, I, I liked it. <laughs> I feel like the eject button is what I wanted more of. Yeah, me too. I yeah. wanted I wanted more escape cartoon logic. Yeah, yeah. Like like they present these things, and I like everything that they're presenting, but they just don't do enough. Does that make sense? Yes, hundred percent. Mm. Yeah, and I think the ending is uh, good to the segment um i like the idea that they come into yes. our world and then it's like oh but they're just like little animals we can control them i think it rules and then you know you're gonna need to get neutered no yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah that's a funny little button and i think that's uh you know the so essentially beginning bit rough but like premise great ending great middle just like unmemorable like you said yeah. like they're the eject buttons really the only thing i can remember that happens 
and the like when the blood first on Bart's uh, head when he throws the axe. Those are the two things that like stand stand out to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the uh, whole um, scratchy saying no <laughs> when he's got to get neutered. Mm-hmm. That makes me just think like, oh, if a cat could understand you, mm-hmm. they wouldn't want that to happen. <laughs> and yet, yeah, we do it all the time. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's one of those things. It, it's a necessary evil in a way. Yeah, it's because for, it, it's for them. It, it, it's it's not for them. It's for their species as a whole, though. Right. If they didn't get neutered, there'd be tons of little baby cats everywhere that have horrible lives. Yeah. Either die in the streets or worse. Yeah. You know? Get eaten. Sure. So it's have your pet spayed and neutered is all I got to say. What's spayed? Uh, you know, they spray them with, <laughs> with anti, uh, anti-ejaculate. <laughs> uh-huh, go on. Oh. It's just another way of neutering. <laughs> I have no idea what spade means. <laughs> it's just what Bob Barker always said. Yeah, I, don't I have know. no idea either. <laughs> this is two, another episode of uh, Two Bad Veterinarians. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, cats d- d- need to be neutered. Yeah, they That's don't the lesson. They don't want to be neutered. They don't want though. it. As far as we know, I mean, listen. Mm-hmm. We still, as humans, created this scenario where a cartoon cat says, no. Yeah, that's true. That's still our creation. We don't know that's how they're feeling. That's a very good point. You know? For all we know, they're like, thank fucking God I got rid of this penis. (laughs) I mean, it's the thing that's been driving me around this whole time. It's got barbs on it. Oh, it's gross. Like, without this distraction, I can finally finish my book. I can enjoy catnip. Uh, I want to see more mountains again. <laughs> <laughs> and I, without this penis, I can see mountains. <laughs> oh boy! I've taken up painting again. <laughs> I see the world with clarity now. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ryan's loving this. <laughs> I'm just trying to take it all in. I, I don't mean to. I don't mean to try and be more quiet, but you know, I'm just trying to treasure each moment. Yeah, that you know, was, that was one I'll treasure. <laughs> it's it's the little moments. Yeah, you gotta... <laughs> make it all worthwhile. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's hop into our favorite joke about this one. Yeah, I need to remind myself. Oh yeah, uh, it's another Marge line. Okay. She's killing it this episode. Yeah. Uh, look out, Lisa. It's a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh really hard. Yeah. It's clearly your son. Yeah, it's great. He's got his head still, the most recognizable part. Yeah. Um, but he's a skeleton boy. So yeah. he's just saying, look out, Lisa. It's a skeleton. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, what about you, Rye? Uh, I I really uh, I really like the bit where they're in the car and uh, there's the chainsaw and his arms get sawed off and it's like I'm sorry it's like it happens all the time. All oh, right. <laughs> he, he drives the car with his teeth afterwards. I just <laughs> I laughed at that part. <laughs> uh, 
I want to do a special shout out to um, Marge saying, Homer, you're not going dressed as a hobo again. Go and Go wear. <laughs> I think. Fucking slob. I, what is he, beans what is from he a can. Saying? He's like, what, is, what is he saying? Mama I love took that those, those batteries. batteries. <laughs> Size double A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember the rest. That was great. I think that's pretty funny, but my favorite joke is uh, Poochie's cameo. Yeah, you know, Poochie, run them down. It's, it's it's smart. It's smart to bring him back in a treehouse episode. Yeah, <laughs> if it was in a regular episode, I would take issue. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But I like the idea. Weirdly. That this world exists outside of the writers, mm-hmm. and in the world, Poochie did not die on the way home to his home planet. That's right. He's just skating around the city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should give Steve a call. Uh, I don't know. Who? <laughs> <laughs> he really burned us when he left the show. That's true. Just four years, yeah. and then just gone. out of nowhere. Pulled the ripcord. Yeah. Didn't even warn us. <laughs> I'm never going to get another Sophie Sophie check-in. That's true. I missed those. Yeah. Yeah, well. Oh, well. Keep 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 going forward. Intermission. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this intermission is brought to you by Ruffles Double Crunch. Have you tried the crunch? I know what you're thinking. I like my chips crunchy. Well, get ready for crunch up your butt with Ruffles Double Crunch. Two times the crunch, two times the price. (laughs) 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 I would love that if that was a commercial. That's how they're trying to sell it. Like, like, yes, our prices have inflated a lot. But but (laughs) hear us out. Double crunch. <laughs> but actually, have you tried Ruffles Double Crunch? No, I haven't. They're so good. <laughs> you, There's a would you pay twice the price for them? I probably would, to be honest. Well, you heard because, it here first, well, a happy customer. Wow. <laughs> Ruffles, get at me. Uh, here's here's the thing. Slight, slight tangent. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I, oh. I, no, it's our intermission. It's fine. Yeah, it's our intermission. Yeah. Uh, this is our ad. Ad read <clears throat> for Ruffles Double Crunch. But I went to the grocery store, as, as I want to do, to mm-hmm. buy groceries, and I saw new Ruffles Double Crunch. There was two flavors. There was jalapeno cheddar and ketchup. Mm-hmm. I opted for jalapeno and cheddar because that is one of my favorite chip flavors, usually. If depending oh, on I was the- so worried that you were going to say they were in the same bag. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> no. Two no, like, two options. I bought the jalapeno cheddar. Uh, I tried them, and I loved them. They're kettle cooked. They're still in the ruffle uh, shapes. And the flavor, the, the jalapeno cheddar flavor is really good. So I was like, I'm sold. Great. Finished the bag in a couple days. Went back to the grocery store to buy some more. Sold out. Wow. The jalapeno cheds flew off the shelves, as far as I can tell. Uh, so, I, so I opted for the ketchup. They were still available. So I got the ketchup. Also very good. So I'm very pro these Ruffles Double Crunch. And my fear, as this has happened many times with new snacks, mm. is that... They will be gone someday. Like they'll stop making them. So this is me uh, putting out into the universe, Ruffles. If you're listening, keep them coming. I will buy them for the rest of my life. So this could end up the way of so many of the new snacks that come to Canada. They just like get stopped at the border after a while. Could be. 
It could be a Mountain Dew Code Red situation. Yeah, yeah. Which was a soda I really loved in high school, and they discontinued it. I don't think you'd love it anymore. Uh, they've brought it back as like limited editions here and there, and uh, it's fine. Like, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not as I don't love it as much as I did back then. Yeah. But I still, I still like. It's got that nostalgia kick, and I still I mean, enjoy I it. But I, I don't like crave it. If I don't think sense. we love anything as much as we did in high I school. I mean, I've never learned to love. Oh wow. Okay, moving on. We're <laughs> oh, back from intermission. <laughs> Pull the whistle. Pull the whistle. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We're getting too deep. Time for puck drop. Here we go. <laughs> Segment what, number what if, three. What if, a, <laughs> what if a hockey player was being interviewed and they said that? <laughs> and they just cut away. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're, uh, we're, we're back here with... Uh, it's like, wow, we almost had a yeah. real interview that... <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what would happen. It would be that interview right after the game where they're on the ice and there's still people like on in the crowd, like after the three stars mm-hmm. announcement, and they just say that, and then there's cheering, and then it just goes quiet <laughs> in, the, in the stadium, and then they all just like start walking out. Like, well, hold on, you said you said a word crowd. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I follow. Those. Sorry, that's like just how I imagine it happening. <laughs> in, there was a crowd. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, the third segment, guys, we got to talk about it. Starship. I got a lot to say. It's called Starship Poopers. Poopers. <sighs> and uh. right off the jump, what are we doing? <laughs> what what mad magazine reject came yeah. up with this fucking title? Yeah. It's so silly. <laughs> it's bad. It's audible, something Greg audible. would come up with as a joke on the fly. It's absolutely silly. Yeah. <laughs> Not something that would be cut, produced, and printed and sent out to the world. It's like I'm doing a sci-fi podcast for some reason, <laughs> yeah. and it's like I'm doing a bit in the middle of it. Welcome to this bit that I'm doing. It's called Starship Poop Poopers. poopers. I don't know. It's yeah. Poopers. Starship Poopers. That's what it is, and that's what it's always been, and it will always be that. Yeah, it's definitely like Starship Troopers, more like Starship Poopers. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, it's the laziest joke. It's Audible so bad. on this side of the screen when that came up when I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> All for me. <laughs> but we get into the episode, yeah. or the segment rather, and it's uh, it's a decent, I think, premise. Uh, Maggie starts to grow tentacles. Yep. And they're like, whoa, 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 what? Yeah, Maggie lost her and baby then, feet. Yeah, and then it turns out she was a, uh, well, a... Uh, Rigelian? A Rigelian. Um, I'm trying to think of a delicate way to put this. A rape baby. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because an yeah. alien forced himself upon Marge. Yeah. Sure, their uh, means of reproduction seems seems tame to our our eyes. And they just did but it with a ray still, gun. It's still done without consent. Yep. Uh, yeah, felt a little icky this time around. When I was watching it to be honest, but sure. that being said, uh, yeah, I, I I don't mind the like the idea that it's like turns out Maggie's got some alien DNA. Yeah. But again, just the way they get about it is a little feels a little off. Well, the way they get about it is the whole premise of the show of the episode of the of the segment because they like the the way they get about it is like he's coming back. And, mm-hmm. like, we can't have Marge actually actively have cheated on Homer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I guess this is the best way to do it. But, you know, they're, here's the thing. I think they did it because they wanted to have those weird uh, jokes of, like, which place do you want to do it? 
Yeah. You know, the alley, the porno theater or whatever. Um, I think it's a really easy fix. You just have, after Maggie was born, he shoots his little ray gun at her. And, like, it's more of a, like, body horror thing than a, like, you know, it's not Homer's child. It's this. It's almost like a fly situation. Yeah, something like that is, you know, a way to do it where... Anyway, because, again, yeah, like, obviously they didn't want to go as far as having the alien actually have what we call enter- intercourse with Marge. So they have a little Reagan joke. And I'm like, well, if you're going to do that, then do it a better way <laughs> where it's not impregnating Marge. Anyway. Yeah. All that being said. Um, I mean, that is pretty horrific. Yeah. It is played for laughs, though. It is. So. And it feels weird. <laughs> It's pretty weird. Yep. It's pretty weird. It's a bad segment. Um, but, you know, it's not really awful until we get to... It's not truly awful. Jerry, Jerry, yeah. Jerry, Jerry. You guys remember the late 90s? Yeah, I do, actually. Remember how Jerry Springer was popular? Yeah. Yeah. He'll always be popular, right? Let's do a spoof of that. Yeah, always. <laughs> remember Austin Powers too? Yeah. And it opens with a Jerry Springer parody? Yes. Yes. It's actually unwatchable. It's so bad. It's so bad. Because the joke, <laughs> here's the thing Jerry Springer. Is that Austin Powers too or is that Goldmember? That's too. Oh. Goldmember opens with the, the movie with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's better. It is better. Um, <laughs> the rest of the movie, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. I but, actually think But Gold I rewatched Member... uh, the first two re- fairly recently. I think Goldmember is a better movie. It probably is. Again, uh, I haven't seen that one in a while. So. Yeah, because I think I think Austin Powers' Inter- International Man of Mystery is very funny. Oh, I think it's great. I think the first movie is solid the whole way through. Yeah. And it became too big for its britches. Yep. And like many comedies, they said, let's do two more. Oh, my God. But the not second be- one made so <laughs> much money. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's do two more and not... Uh, innovate in any way. Just do the same thing. People love the first one. Let's do this that again, two more times. Yeah. And then Hangover did the same thing. Anyway, well, the Hangover <laughs> three doesn't even try and be funny. Yeah, it's just like a crime caper. It's a crime caper. It's weird. It's so weird. Uh, but the 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 thing about Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about him. We have to talk about him. It was this weird phenomenon, for, especially for our listeners who may be a bit younger. This weird phenomenon. I mean, ta- daytime talk shows in general was a weird phenomenon. Um, oh, yeah. I actually watched a documentary recently that was about, like, the dark side of talk shows. Uh, it's, mm. It was really disturbing, honestly. Dark side of talk shows. I mean, there's a lot of dark sides to them, but in general, this was uh, focusing on, you know, the way it's produced and then um, the way they uh, fabricate a lot of things. Are we talking specifically these kind of daytime talk shows? Uh, well, how, are would, we talking how would you like, define these? Like, I'm ta- what would like, you lump Jerry Springer in with other I, shows? I'm talking like, like um, Maury. Mm-hmm. Jerry Springer, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, who's the other guy? Montel. Montel, yeah. Um, is Rachel Ray in there? Who's Rachel Ray? Okay, no then. <laughs> no then. But those those three and their ilk, and I guess Ricky Dr. Lake Phil. Was another one. Ricky Lake might be the one Dr. I'm thinking Phil. of. Yeah, Dr. Phil was uh, a weird offshoot of Oprah. Dr. Oz. The ratings. Get the, the weirdos. Get you know, make a spectacle. Um in the afternoon. In the afternoon, yeah. Um yeah. and Jerry Springer specifically was this weird offshoot of all of that where it was not only trying to do all those things, but it was like they were actively rooting for physical altercations and uh, verbal 
uh, swearing, yeah. you know? Um, and so the joke with late 90s spoofing of Jerry Springer, which weirdly happened a bunch. I mean, I, I say that by knowing that it happened in Austin Powers and in The Simpsons, but... <laughs> those are very, huge. very huge. Yeah. Those are huge properties. And Austin Powers 2 was a huge hit. Yeah. And, like, you can't... It came like, out the same year as Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. You can't avoid these things. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the joke is always, oh, have the characters swear a bunch. And that's it. And and fight. Like, they do, they do the, like... Them. Yeah, they'll have the bleeps, and they'll have the people, like, fight each other physically with the, you know, the bodyguards coming in and separating them. And that's, like, the whole joke. And it's it's just so of its time, and even at the time, I remember not thinking it was funny. Yeah. And so it's just such a weird, as I said at the beginning of this, a, such a weird shift in the Simpsons writers where they're going to start doing things like this, where they're like, what's popular right now? Let's do a parody of that and hope that it stands the test of time. Versus... What I think Greg and I have discovered throughout doing this show, doing parodies of things that are already timeless, so that things like Citizen Kane or The Godfather or uh, even Twilight Zone, yep. uh, you know, things like that are being parodied. So we as as young viewers, uh, you know, I, I was sixty, Greg was three, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we would watch the show and think it was funny despite not knowing the reference. And then once you get the reference, you're like, oh, that just adds another layer to it. Yeah. And it's the it's the whole, like, time is the judge. Yeah. You know? And and you can you you can you can see things are going to be timeless uh a decade down the road. <laughs> you know? If a yeah. movie's a if a like if a movie is remembered a decade down the road then it's you're probably safe to parody it in some way, shape, or form, or reference it in some way, shape, or form. Um, it's I, I think there's like legit phenomenons that are easier to recognize in in the moment, or not like right away, but like yeah. uh, you know, some like something like uh, Avatar. <clears throat> Pardon me, uh, the movie Avatar. Yeah, like in the moment, you at least recognize that this was something people would know what it is for a long time sure um versus something like the lion king 2019 (laughs) which yes made a lot of money yeah but will not stand the test of time yeah i mean a lot of people still don't care about avatar and they're wrong yeah you should watch that movie i mean i didn't care about avatar until i went to avatar world (laughs) and all of a sudden it's really cool yeah um so just to just to get close to wrapping things up here this segment sucks yeah it's awful it's it's really bad it's crazy how much time they spend with the jerry springer thing Mm -hmm. i I mean ryan what do you think about this (laughs) one I didn't like it. I did. I, I specifically didn't like it. Like along the lines of what Alan said, and I was just like, the only thing that could be redeeming after seeing that title is if it's an actual parody of Starship Troopers, like the film. Yeah, sure. And there was, aside from like aliens and not even bugs, like that. That was that was there was nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing doing about it. And I kept waiting for it to come into it, 
and like maybe like uh like uh, a craft will land and a bunch of troopers will like pour out and there'll be this like hilarious battle and like they'll kill everybody and like leave <laughs> and like leave like a little like infomercial like package like a fascist infomercial package for like the people of springfield and leave Would but that like didn't happen at all. yeah that didn't happen at all yeah <laughs> so i was mad about it <laughs> <laughs> and rightfully so yeah <laughs> There you go. It's so slight. It's so slight. There's nothing to this. There's nothing to this because they they discover Maggie's affliction. Um, she does her pacifier signal. The aliens arrive. We 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 learn how, how it happened. They go to Jerry Springer. Then it's over. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's the whole thing. <laughs> they're like hand over the baby or we'll kill your leaders in washington and they're just like okay go yeah go kill the politicians because they're dumb yeah and so they do and that's it then the baby says something does the baby say something yeah she's like i'll drive or something oh right she, she needs blood i need blood <laughs> uh favorite joke of the segment oh shit i gotta remind myself all right, I got one. Okay, go. Um, I can't believe it. Jerry Springer didn't solve her problems. And Lisa says, and now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's funny. That's pretty funny. Um, When they go see Dr. Hibbert is my favorite. Oh, yeah. And he says, what's the cure? Fire and lots of it. And then Marge, again, yeah. killing it. Yeah. That's your solution to everything. <laughs> very funny yeah yeah right uh i i did like the joke of like that you can't kill every politician just watch us uh, go. i just thought that was funny <laughs> just watch us <laughs> don't forget ken star another ken star. another <laughs> such a oh you know who's gonna very be relevant forever yeah it's fucking ken star that's a yeah great what do you guys think would happen if aliens did kill every politician on the planet. On the planet? Yeah. Do you think there'd be a anarchy? Or do you think there'd be a power vacuum that, you know, good people would take up? Not good people. Right. No. It's never yeah. a good person. It's always Fair. a strong That's what I'm man. Asking. Yeah. No, I think there's like as soon as you remove people from Are we saying like the aliens come in and like I need more info about this hypothetical? I'm uh, talking the hypothetical at the end of the episode. Yeah, so they go come kill in, every they, politician. They, they go kill all the politicians and yeah. they just leave? I don't know. <laughs> is that what <laughs> is that what they're saying they're going to do? Well, they they just say we're just going to kill every politician sure. in Washington. So I assume their thing is like we're going to kill all the politicians in Washington, leave your country in chaos and then just leave. Okay. So, if that is the case, mm-hmm. Then I think there will be a power vacuum that would be filled by filled by a strongman dictator type. Yeah, so it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. So Simpsons, you yeah. suck. Yeah, <laughs> they say it like it's like ah, like we win. It's like no, this is a bad solution. Yeah, no, it's um, you idiots. It's not a good solution. Um, do I think the we, politicians? We had we had a po- politic uh, treehouse last year. Was it last year or two years ago? Whatever the the uh, Bob Dole and uh, that would have been Bill two years Clinton. ago. Yeah. Two years, yeah. yeah. Uh, where it ends with Kang and Kodo's ruling. It's the exact <laughs> same premise. It's the exact same premise at yeah. the end of this episode. Uh, bad taste in my mouth at the end Starship of this one. Starship poopers. Yeah. <laughs> poopers. Diaper another day. That's a better title. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's that's the episode. 
Did you like my title? Um, what was it again? <laughs> Diaper Another Day. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> It's great. It's great. Uh, uh, I, I wish that, that movie came out four years after this. Yeah, so. yeah. I wish that movie had come out so that they could have done something like that. Uh, um, anyway. Tomorrow Never Diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Some about diapers, because that's clearly what they're trying to go for with poopers. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. poopers <laughs> sounds so childish. It's very childish. It is something very I would say. Extremely. So... Um, that's that's it. Do we want to head on over to the reference? My desk? baby is an alien. There's okay. a better title. Okay, stop thinking about it. <laughs> you don't need to make everything a pun. Is all I'm saying. Right. Do we want to head over to the reference desk? Let's do it. Okay. All right. So we got Jason and Freddy right at the top. Um, I did put the Futurama reference in here, even though all the credits have crazy references. I'm not going to list them all. Um, but I just figured that was a notable one. Um, we get once again, this is two episodes in a row where they make fun of the Fox reality shows, like when, uh, disaster strikes or, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, when skirts fall off is what Ed McMahon says, uh, the tonight show slash Ed McMahon, uh, you know, he does his tonight show riffs. Um, Pee Wee Herman, when uh, Snake says, I know you are, but what am I? I don't think Pee Herman invented that, but he definitely popularized oh, that okay. saying. I didn't know that. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> oh, that's not funny. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> Pee Wee Herman, baby. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I have some news for you. You might not enjoy Pee Wee Herman's comedic styling. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Although, have you seen the movie? Have no. Seen? It's actually very, it's very funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's. Uh, I'm just going to say one part. It's when there's a pet store on fire, and he has to go in and take all the animals out because he's trying to rescue all the animals. But he hates snakes, so there's a part where he just comes out holding a bunch of snakes, screaming. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> okay, that's a good um, bit. MC Hammer is referenced with uh, it's Hammer Time. It's hammer Time. Yeah. Uh, then we move into the Terror of Tiny Town, or Tiny Toon. Sorry, uh, Terror of Tiny Town is a movie. That's what the title is referencing. Um, nothing to do with the plot. It's like a western <laughs> uh, cattle cattle rustling kind of movie. Sounds great. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know you'd like it. Uh, Candle in the Wind is a reference. The the itchy and scratchy episode is called Candle in the Wound. Oh, cute. Candle in the Wind. Princess Diana, rest in peace. Um, Regis and Kathy Lee uh, also make an appearance. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned pretty much actually, all the other. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, I I I will say uh, I never really watched Regis and Kathy Lee. Yeah, I always kind of liked Regis as a weirdo, though. Sure, uh, just the way he talked and stuff, and it really tickled me that the the line he says is, "Wow, that cilantro really kicks it up a notch." He's like, "There's no cilantro." In there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dom DeLuise Dom, can interview himself. Yeah, I was gonna say Dom DeLuise also referenced, uh, and then we get Starship Troopers, uh, the novel, uh, as well as the movie, of course. Um, but there is a. Did you know there's a Yes song called Starship Trooper? And I thought I maybe didn't. that's what the what the movie, uh, or sorry, the book, and then the movie was. But the book was written before the. Oh yes yeah, song, yeah, so, yeah. The, yeah. The the book is a Robert Heinlein book. Yeah, from '59. Yeah, the Yes song is from the '70s or '60s. I can't remember. But anyway. I just found that was interesting when I was researching this because I didn't realize there was a Yes song called Starship Trooper. Hmm. 
Dracula and uh, how Stella got her groove back are referenced uh, as I think it's the b- beginning of Starship Troopers or Starship Poopers. They say uh, we'll return to how Dracula got his groove back. Yes, they yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Jerry Springer and Ken Starr, two powerhouses of entertainment. And pop culture that we all know to this day. I mean, they sure were in 99. Oh, boy. Yeah. There's so many people in this episode. Regis, Robert Eglund. Like, yeah, the wow. guest house is pretty full. Yeah. But they're all very short little cameos. Except yeah. for Springer, arguably. Well, we've done our favorite jokes. We've done our reference desk. We've done all of our obligations to the show. MVP? <gasps> Except for our MVP. It's Marge. It's Marge. She kills it. She does. She's, All three segments, she rules. She's very funny. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's great. Um, do you have a dissenting opinion, Ryan? <laughs> Jerry Springer. Uh, no, I agree with that. She dropped a lot of good one-liners, and um, no, I do not dispute this claim. Awesome. Excellent. Awesome. We won't have to eject you. Marge, Marge, Marge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should probably take more risks since it's the last episode I'm on, and like, but uh, no, I won't go that route this time. Yeah, I, I don't know if you know this, Ryan, but we'll never talk to you again. So this I is know. it. I won't. Well, I'll talk are to you, you. I'll talk to you at the wedding, but I guess uh, <laughs> not until then. <laughs> are you? Are you relieved? Are you like? <laughs> you know, it's been a long six years, but we did it. <laughs> we finally got Ryan out of our lives. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I'm I mean, sorry. That I, felt very like, mean, even as a joke. <laughs> it's not like I didn't appreciate the text that followed which episode to watch that said, you know, if you just want to like talk like a normal person this time <laughs> for the episode, <laughs> that would be great. What? <laughs> you said that to him? Yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I felt he was finally, it was finally time to tell him how we really felt. That's so mean. You're not supposed to tell him what we talk about in private. I feel so betrayed. Well, new season, new me. Well, just know that beyond all that, I still want to give you your present. Oh, okay. Uh, Bring it. What is it? We've arrived at the gift. Uh, a little preface. I was going to do something really scary if we were going to do this in person. I definitely knew it was going to be my last episode, like, for a while now. But uh, What do you mean scary? Go... I was going to come in with, like, a cloak and not say oh. anything and watch the episode in silence and just have this bag with me and not oh, tell you what God. it was. <laughs> what is with our friends doing that They're kind of great. thing? They're great. That's what's with our All friends. Right. <laughs> They're great. Scares me every time. Awesome. What's in the, the bag? bag was, the bag was going to be full of uh, $1 horror movies that I bought at Walmart or something else, and you would reach in the bag and grab one, Aww. and you would get like a really uh, cheesy uh, horror movie. Nice. But in lieu of that, I have found a great list of horror movies that I actually haven't seen from uh, io9 Gizmodo uh, from 2016, the 30 weirdest horror movies that you should watch the th- of the 19th. Of the 1970s. Can you send? Whoa. Can you send that to me, and I'm going to post it as the description for yes. this episode. <laughs> yes, I'll do that. <laughs> Wait, all of the movies? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so maybe there a link. Are... How about a link? <laughs> nope. Oh boy. It's gonna be all 30 movies. <laughs> so there's 
So how about a link? <laughs> Are you crazy? That seems pretty normal to me. <laughs> you can put whatever you want in the descriptions. It's I great. know, but should you? <laughs> Just this once. Okay. <laughs> it's his last episode. Yeah, that's true. He put together a list for us. Well, did he put it together? I, I, he found it. No, I, it's just an article that I've had on my computer that uh, it's, it's comes at the perfect time. So here's the deal. Uh, there are 30 titles, as I just said. I have a random number generator, or you could pick a number between 1 and 30. 19. And whichever, Oh, you picked 19. Do you want the random generator? <laughs> yeah, give me, give me the random generator. <laughs> Yours is 12. All right. Yeah, loser. Oh. So let's start with 12. Which one did you pick? Uh, you picked Food for the Gods. Oh, God. Ambrosia. Uh, very trivia? loosely based on H.G. Uh, Wells. Uh, this time, instead of just giant ants, there are puny humans besieged by oversized chickens, rats, wasps, and worms who are all pissed off. That's the description. Sounds delightful. <laughs> Greg has removed his glasses. <laughs> put his, he- hand in his, his head in his hands. Great. Great. So that's yours. Food What's of the now? Gods? What a strange title for that premise. <laughs> Should have called it Starship Poopers. <laughs> uh, What's Alan, mine? yours is 19. Uh, Patrick, 1978. Just because it's called man's Patrick? A, yeah. All right, go just on. Because, just because a man's in a coma doesn't mean he still can't use his psychokinetic powers to control what's happening around him. Hell yeah. Why? He can even commit murder from the comfortable slumber of his hospital bed. Whoopsie. This sounds better. <laughs> yeah. This because I picked mine. You this, just random idiot. This sounds way better. <laughs> so, Do you have a favorite number? Pick a favorite number. I don't have a favorite number. Why not? Because. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, Touche. I, I do. I do. I do have a favorite number. Actually. <laughs> Is it sixty nine? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's two. <laughs> okay, two is Greg's new two number. Two is per poo. I get it. Starship poo. Are you doing? Are you going with two? Yeah, we're going with two. Two for poo. All right, I'll 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 I'll, I'll read you. Uh, Alice, sweet Alice, nineteen six nineteen seventy six. This is better. It's a seventies movie. It's good. A killer on the loose is scary enough, but the terror is amplified when said killer wears a freakish mask. This proto slasher movie is most remembered today for featuring a very young Brooke Shields. Oh no! There you go. Oh no! Your favorite actress. <laughs> How ya? How ya? Oh no! It's like a baby. <laughs> so what? So what I'll do is I'll order copies of these, and when we can all safely watch a movie together, we will watch these movies physically, and I'll give oh. you the copy. <laughs> Great. That's so nice. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> That sounds Congrats great. You too. Both of our this picks. Is podcast. <laughs> Both of our picks are names. That's fun. Yeah. Alice and Patrick. Yeah. Alice and Patrick. That's um. That's a fun name for a uh, for a band. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Did we just start a band? <laughs> I don't know. I can play the wood block. <laughs> <laughs> I can play the mouth accordion. Hey, there you go. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Thank you. For, no worries. Thank you so much for that. And um, yeah, uh, that about does it here for us at Two Bad Neighbors Spooky Edition. Ooh. <laughs> okay, well, Greg, it's a skeleton. Ah. <laughs> oh no. 
Uh, I just like, I don't know. I like that. I like saying that. It's funny. <laughs> Look out. It's a skeleton. What a strange thing to say. What is it going to do? <laughs> I also just recently rewatched the entire uh, I Think You Should Leave series. <laughs> which I do every so often because it's very short. If you haven't watched it, it's six episodes, it's each fourteen excellent. minutes long. It's absolutely, so they're excellent. very. It's very easy binge, um, and they're very funny sketches. But they're my favorite one is where the guy is uh, singing the song, and Tim Robinson jumps in every so often with, uh, "That was the night the skeletons came to life. Yes. The bones are their money." <laughs> <laughs> Also, the it's, worms. It's very well thought out, like the lore that he comes up with for the skeletons. That's <laughs> it's very funny. It's on the fly, baby. Uh, that is it for us. Thank you, Ryan, for joining us for this final Treehouse episode. Thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate it, and I've enjoyed every single episode. Well, thank you very much. And you, too, out there in listening land can enjoy every episode by subscribing to Two Bad Neighbors on Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your ear content. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's right. I've listened to that a lot. <laughs> Doing the old stuff here. All right. Um, if, you, if you haven't listened to this podcast, you need to listen from the beginning just to build up to the episode where Greg's dad is in. I started five minutes of it. I was like, I just need to treasure this episode <laughs> and what's going to happen with it. I'm just waiting for the perfect time to sit down and listen to what it's built up to. I'm so excited <laughs> to listen to the rest of it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, <laughs> yes, and uh, we will be back next week for when you dish when you dish a upon a star. Oh no, we're we're in it, guys. We're in my opinion, the season took a turn with the, the introduction of starship poopers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everything's downhill from there. In my humble opinion, we shall see if any gems stick out in the muck. But I, as I stated before, I think these first three episodes were decent. Mm -hmm. And now we're in it. Yep. So uh, join us for that as we continue down this weird, wild path and conclude our project. Um, and stay tuned for once we get closer to the end we'll, we'll, where we will announce what's coming next. Oh, yeah, because something is coming next. Something is coming after we're done this. And we're not going to spoil it right away because we want you to keep listening, you little sneaks. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and P Facebook. I almost said Facebook, <laughs> which is weird. Uh, those regular social media things, Bad Neighbors Pod or Two Bad Neighbors of Simpsons Podcast. You can email us at thehammockdistrict on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And of course, you can subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, we are dropping another episode soon. And I think we can announce it. We're going to play some games. Yes, we are. So we're going to, it's going to be a video uh, drop, which yep. we haven't done in a while. So we're going to play some Simpsons games, um, uh, board games, I should say. So uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, and hopefully it works, or I'll be eating my words <laughs> uh but that should drop at the end of the month uh and for two bucks you can subscribe two bucks a month you can subscribe and get all of our bonus content i think that's it yep so thanks again everybody see you next time and keep watching the skis Ooh.